the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And if we don't know how the story began and how it ends, then the meaning of the birth, life, death, resurrection of Christ is harder for us to understand and appreciate. That's Pastor Leighton Sheely, and this is a program we call Study Verse by Verse, an outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. And since this is our first full week in the month of December, we're going to take some time out and talk about Advent. I'm sure you are familiar with the word Advent, but do you know what it really means? Pastor Layton is going to spend several days talking about Advent, and I hope you can come along with us at this same time each day. If you miss any programs, you'll find them on our website at highlands.us. I'm Mike Trout, and here's Pastor Layton. Well, in order to more fully appreciate the significance of the birth of the Christ child in the little town of Bethlehem 2,000 years ago, it's important how we understand that that event contributes in the storyline of this mystery of history. You see, if you were to take history and you were to break it down into, into five acts, it would be act three. Christmas would be act three of a five-part mystery. And if we don't know how the story began and how it ends, then the meaning of the birth, life, death, resurrection of Christ is harder for us to understand and appreciate. So today I'd like us to take a look at the big picture. And the first act begins at the beginning. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And so what it tells us is that God has created everything. He's created this universe. And furthermore, it tells us not once but several times that it was all good. Every day when he would finish creation, he would step back, he'd look at it, and he'd say, hmm, it was good. It was good. But why did God go to the effort, whatever that might be for God, to create this universe? Why did he do it? Well, the Bible gives us at least three reasons why God created the universe. First off, he made it to reveal himself, to show his glory. You know, there's a lot we can learn about God by just looking at the nature that he created because it reveals his character. For instance, we know that God likes variety. Have you noticed how many different kinds of flowers there are? How many different kinds of plants there are? How many different kinds of animals there are? How many different kinds of people there are? See, God likes creativity. He likes variety. He's not into cloning. Humans are into cloning. We want to you create a perfect human, whatever that is, and then just clone that human. God doesn't clone anybody. Do you know you're the only you in the world and in the history of the world? God is so much into creativity and variety, he doesn't even make two snowflakes that are the same. He loves creativity, he loves variety. Something else that we can learn about God is that he's very organized and he's very relational. And the more we study uh, this universe, the more we see that everything is connected, everything is in relationship 
to something or someone else, that everything has its place and its purpose and its value, that animals, for instance, can't live without plants, and plants can't live without animals. And and it's true not only in the case of nourishment and reproduction, but it's also true in the case of the environment, because animals breathe in oxygen, they expel carbon dioxide. Plants breathe in carbon dioxide, they expel oxygen. We need each other. We were designed to work in relationship with each other. God is very organized and he's very relational. We also realize from nature that God is very powerful. And all we have to do to to get just a small idea of how powerful God is, is look up in the sky and see the sun. Because we're told that our sun, which is just a typical sun, and of all of the suns and stars, in the universe, of which there are billions and billions, but our sun produces the equivalent energy of 90 billion megatons per second. Massive amounts of power are released by the sun every second. And God has made not only our sun, but all of the suns that are spread out across the universe, which is so huge we can't even begin to fathom it. God is incredibly powerful. Another thing that we learn from studying what God has created is is that God likes beauty. You know, a few years back, my wife and I were on vacation, and we looked up and we saw a sunset, and it was the most beautiful sunset that I had ever seen how the colors were constantly changing and blending together and the hues. It was, it was absolutely spectacular. I was enraptured for, I don't know what it was, 10, 15, 20 minutes watching this sunset. And, and I was, as I was doing it, I was thinking about how I was designed to appreciate the sunset. Not only did God create this sunset in spectacular colors, but he gave me eyes to be able to enjoy it. And I thought about, what if he made this sunset in color, but he gave me eyes that only saw in black and white? Or if he gave me eyes that could see in color, but every sunset was black and white? God not only created this beautiful sunset, but he gave me the ability to enjoy it and appreciate it. God loves beauty. Science is discovering things about creation every day, and the more it discovers, the more we learn about God. Albert Einstein said, science is thinking God's thoughts after him. The more we understand God's creation, the more we understand what God is like. It reveals his glory. The Bible says the heavens declare the glory of God. Everything comes from God. Everything exists by his power and everything is intended for his glory. All of this creation, all of history is created for God's glory. History is His story. History, His story. Not our story, not your story, not my story. We're just a small part in His story. History. God started it, He sustains it, He directs it, and someday, on His choosing, He's going to bring it to an end. It's all about God. God created this universe and everything in it for His glory. And another reason that he created it was to express his love. God loves what he creates. The Bible tells us that God is love. Not that God has love, but that God is love. That all love comes from God. 
And the only reason that we can love, we can experience love and give love is because we are created in the image of God, who is love. Psalm 145 says His love is intertwined in everything He does. Everything God does, He does out of love. He created this universe out of love. He created this universe to love it. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. God loves this world. He wants to save this world. He wants to save us because He wants us to be a part of His eternal family. You know, I have learned more about the love of our Heavenly Father as our Heavenly Father by becoming a father than I could have ever learned if I had read a thousand books on the subject. Because I've experienced the love of a father. And my kids weren't always easy to love. But I loved them because I was their father. I created them. I loved them. Our Heavenly Father created us He loves us, and He loves us because of who He is, not how we perform. His love is unconditional. It's not based on our performance, what we say, what we do, and so forth. And you know, most of us have never experienced such a love, even with our own parents. Because oftentimes our parents seem to communicate that their love for us depends upon our getting an A on the report card, or performing well on the field. God loves us regardless because God is love. His love for us is unconditional. It's because of who He is. So it tells us that God created everything to show what He is like and in order to love it. And another reason is because He wanted to have a family. God wanted to have a family. He wants us to be His children. And the Bible tells us that all We who come to God through Christ, He adopts as His very own children. So we were created to become a part of the family of God. In James chapter 1, Paul wrote, In His goodness, God chose to make us His own children, part of the family of God, by giving us His true word. And we, out of all creation, became His choice possession. Did you hear that? Out of everything that God has created, we are His choice possession, His favorite. He created us because He wanted to adopt us as His children. And you know, every parent wants their children to look like them and act like them and be in their image. And that's why God created us in His image so that we could love Him in a way nothing else in all of creation can. The Bible tells us many times that He thought about us, each and every one of us, long before He created anything. Therefore He created things so that we could exist. He created this universe so that we could live, we as human beings. He he created this planet so that we could live on it. He put it at just the right distance from the sun so it's not too close, it's not too far. He tilted it at just the right angle so that we have seasons. And if it was tilted too much or too little, we'd either freeze or we'd burn up. God created this world for us to live in. You know, when you think about how God has loved us in so 
many ways. It transforms the way we think about God. And, and we have to be reminded that God didn't love us because He needed us. He loved us because He wanted us. Paul wrote, when I think of the wisdom and the scope of God's plan, I fall down on my knees in gratitude to the Father of all the great family of God. The family of God. He wants us to be in His family. He wants a family. So that's Act 1. And you know, it's described in two chapters. It doesn't take very long before we get to Act 2. And that's where Adam messes things up. And we'll pick up with Act 2 tomorrow at this same time here on Study Verse by Verse. That's Pastor Leighton Sheely. This is an outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. You can reach them by phone at 650-873-4095 or go to their website at highlands.us. On the homepage, there's a media button. If you click on that media button, you will open up all of the past broadcasts and be able to listen to this entire series, uh, either for the first time or again. That's highlands.us. I'm Mike Trout. Thanks for joining us. And come back tomorrow when we'll once more open the Word of God and study verse by verse.